Say a very good morning to Heinrich Weinhardt, the columnist at uh, the Rapport newspaper. Very good morning to you, Heinrich, and welcome. Morning, Elvis. Glad to be here. Tepo Bahad, our acting aside, my editor here at the SABC. A very good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning Elvis. Yeah. Heinrich, let me start off with you. Your top stories for the week that was. Elvis, there should really only be one story, which is the Nene scandal. Um, but I think we should also look at, at the job summit that was held this past week and then the Westbury protest hashtag Westbury shutdown um, mm-hmm. is also a story that I would like to um, to comment on. Um, you mentioned the Sunday Times headline saying no, no, nene. I'm not sure if that's the, that is disappointment <laughs> that this guy who was upheld as a beacon of integrity has now admitted to also... Uh, uh, going for a visit, I went. I, I'm not sure if it was uh, for mm. vegetable curry or, <laughs> or lamb. We'll and the, the but maybe <laughs> Chepo knows. Chepo, <laughs> your top stories for the week that was um, similar um, to to my colleague, um, but also for us as a as a Jobek newsroom, um, the, we had the unfortunate um, discovery of uh, the bodies of the decomposed. Um, children who were found behind um, a cemetery in Soweto. Um, you know, what is so sad is that they were not reported missing. Mm. And, um, you know, they were discovered in a shallow grave. Even now, their identities are not known. Um, but police are following up leads. So for, for us, it was a sad story um, that, you know, you know, um, the vulnerability of our children. I mean, where were the parents? Where are they? Who, whose, whose children are these? Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 you know, um, and the state that we, they were found in. Mm-hmm. And also um, the, the, the shutdown, as my colleague has said, uh, it was a big story. Um, but I don't know whether, because from the press briefing, uh, they were they were, they were telling us that they're going to have all these predominantly colored communities will be shut down. Mm. There'll be no go areas and stuff like that. But we only saw two uh, uh, such communities. I mean, El, mm. El Dorado Park and Inadale. Others, it was like business as usual. So, um, yeah, we, we wait and see what, what will happen. Yeah. So let's start off with the big story. And, of course, we carried that story this morning. And this was the revelations that was made at the Zondo Commission. Uh, and as we know, that the EFF says that they will only accept the finance minister Tlantla Nene's apology if he resigns. Now, he appeared before the Commission of Inquiry into State Capture on Wednesday, apologizing to South Africans uh, for meeting with members of the Gupta family at their residence between 2010 and 2014 in several times. Now, in a statement, Nene said that his meetings with the Guptas at their home and not in his office or a public place was a mistake. Do you buy that, Heinrich? I do buy that, Elvis. Um, and let me just, let me start by saying the fact that Minister Nene has apologized to South Africans mm-hmm. is, to me, a major thing because you don't find that in South African politics in general. Mm-hmm. So let's give him credit for, for having apologized. But there's always been this question, whenever I hear Faiki Mentor or Nkribisi uh, Jonas or whoever visited the house in, in Saxon World, I've mm-hmm. always wondered, how do you as a minister go to a private residence and meet with business people or with private residents. Mm-hmm. What convinces you that it's the right thing to do? Or was the Zuma name thrown into that order, if not, um, if not invitation, mm-hmm. that you should come over here? Hey, Minister, can you come over here tonight? Um, I'd like to discuss a few things with mm-hmm. you. I, I, don't, I fail to understand how you then go there and meet with these private. Why is it okay? 
So now Minister Nene has told us he's now realized it wasn't okay. Mm. It is very late in the day, but as I said, let, let's give him the, at, at least acknowledge the fact that he has apologized. Um, should he resign? Yes, because he is now... Compromised. He is compromised. And, mm-hmm. and the Ramaphosa government that's built on so-called clean... Mm. Um, you know, government, a mm. government that says no to corruption, no to, um, and that says yes to integrity. That, mm. that, that government is compromised. Mm. Um, and, um, and, and, and on the eve of the minister having to deliver the, um, our, our midterm budget in, ah. in, in this month. Yes. So, so, so now he can't continue. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, on the Facebook page, on the Twitter handle, Nati says, a wolf in sheepskin, the so-called man of integrity, must resign as soon as possible. Justice for Senzo Mia says, he is so Sorry, because he got exposed for lying. Uh, if this apology was genuine, he should give us minutes of the meeting unless the Guptas are his friends. Tepo, your take on this? That's, that's what people are, are calling for, basically, um, to say he must come and tell, tell the nation to say what, do, what was discussed in those meetings. For the, fact, for, for the mere fact of like apologizing for, for being there at the premises, it's, it's, it's not enough. But people want him to, 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 to come out and say... What was discussed? Um, did the Guptas have any influence on him um, or his work? You know, so I, I mean, his credibility is in hangs in the balance. And and look now, um, the president is on a drive to lure investors into the country. You know, to to get funding for infrastructure to create jobs. And 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 the person at the helm of receiving this investment. You, you know. Um, he, his credibility now under uh, comes under question, and and look at, you know, we had elevated him to 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 this, quote unquote, matadom status. But yeah. now, yeah. with all these revelations, now it 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 puts his his credibility into yes. question. I mean, you you remember the line uh, the, the same by uh, the, the 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 social former social development minister that. All of us have skills. Small and young. And here's the question, Elvis. Uh, did Minister Nene share with President Cyril Ramaphosa that he went to that house? Mm, mm. And it seems and like the EFF says that did not happen. If he didn't do that, then it means he, he was being, um, mm-hmm. he, he, I mean, it, he, he did the wrong thing. Um, and, and it's funny, because eh, I took a selfie with Minister Nene a few days after his announcement was, was um, I mean, his, his appointment was announced mm-hmm. at OR in the slow lounge. He, he looked very nervous. And now looking back, I'm thinking, gee, the guy said to me, uh, you know, I, I, I really, I didn't want this, but what can you do when, yeah. when you asked um, mm-hmm. by the president to, to do the job? Uh-huh. Maybe that was why he was hesitant. <laughs> but he should have told the president. Yes. 891 That's the number here in studio. Tepo, what angles did we take on the story? On the Nene story? Mm. Um, I think we are yet to do more justice to the story because obviously we also reported on the letter that he issued out on Friday to say, um, you know, I apologize and all the reaction that came through. Um, but I think the, the angle to pursue mm. uh, Elvis is the one to, to say, you know, Disclose the contents of your your meetings, yes. um, and, and 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 as you, as you say it, you 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 as a show, you try to to reach out to to Nene to say, mm. come, let's let's give you a, a platform, um, uh, maybe come and rebuff some of the things that have been said about yes. you, but uh, seemingly is not coming forth. So it's a story that's going to, I think, it, uh, uh, continue in this uh, the week that we we go into, um, uh, uh, you know, answers uh, because 
also the, the, the pressure from opposition parties to say he must um, resign, um, you know, because clearly um, uh, he's not telling uh, uh, the truth. Yes. So, so I, I think that's the story that's going to be pursued um, uh, in this week. Yeah. One of the big stories also this week and that you had on your list, Heinrich, is the, the job summit that happened this week. It was massive. Uh, everybody look forward to that where President Cyril President Ramaphosa says that he will instruct the Presidential Job Committee that it is yet to be formed to make uh, the job summit an annual event. Talk to us about that and what was uh, the angles that you pursued. So Elvis, in a country where unemployment is, to use your word, massive. Mm-hmm. It is important that we have these kinds of summits, but summits remain summits. It, they are talk shops in nature. Mm. Um, so one one should hope that this presidential job committee and the other actions that that is supposed to be forthcoming from the summit will be actioned. Otherwise, it will just, as I just said, remain another talk shop. And in a country where you have anything between twenty seven and some. Others are even saying it could be up to 40% of unemployment because, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's this technicality there's of people who are looking yes. for work or yeah. was just given up. With that kind of unemployment and particularly youth unemployment, mm-hmm. it is important that we, we have this kind of initiatives. But, the, but there's just so much on Cyril Ramaphosa's plate mm-hmm. that one hopes that he will be able to, to at least, um, you know, uh, get results mm-hmm. from, from this initiative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To create a dent in that 9.5, 9.6 million un, un, unemployed uh, people in this country. But Gerald, you're calling us from Durban. A very good morning to you. Hi, Alderson. Hi to your guest. Yeah, um, I mean, Nenny's got uh, bigger worries than meeting the Guptas. I'm a Bungani report out uh, regarding Nenny Jr. and some obscure investment into a, a, a Mozambican refinery. Now, what the problem is, yeah, this has got something to do with his tenure at the PRC. And somehow his son was a beneficiary, then wasn't, then was asked to resign. But there's a whole lot of questions around that. But this is a government pension fund money that is being used to finance the most obscure investments that will never pay any return. I mean, one of the interesting things is that there was an 18.5 million rand referral fee paid off to this clique that, uh, as a finder's fee, the very same people mm. that came and approached for the loan. And this went to an offshore account in some Emirati tax haven. Now, you know, it just begs uh, the questions around this whole commission when you talk about these, the banks get up there and talk about the perceived risk of dealing with people. These transactions go through the very same commercial banks that have been at the Zonda Commission. And, uh, you know, there's got to be some sort of documentation that goes with this. And where are the red flags raised when these Huge amounts of money are getting paid into these tax havens, into mm-hmm. these obscure accounts. Yeah, that, yeah, that, and, that, and, there's and, an additional story that needs to be probed, eh? Okay. And one thing, that the government workers need to really wake up because soon their pension fund will start looking as financially viable as Eskom. They'll never get their pension. <laughs> All right, Gerald in Durban. Moyo, you're in PE. A very good morning to you. Good morning. Um, read the many subject that's being discussed. Yes. Um, I'm quite disappointed in the EFS. They have zoned in on the fact that he visited the Guptas on X number of times. Mm-hmm. He, when he was asked what he did there, he said that the Guptas never discussed or told him that they weren't involved with governments. I personally think the Guptas were sounding him out to see if they could infiltrate his department and discovered they couldn't. 
He has been given no credit for not signing the nuclear document in Russia under great pressure. Tepo, the job summit. Just briefly, our angles there. Um, the job summit is very interesting, um, but also um, for me, it's the issue of you know um, following up on the commitments that were made. Um, mm. Because um, you find that I don't know how many summits we we hold in this country, but um, they come out with nice, you know, interesting ideas. But you know, the follow up to this thing. But interestingly. Uh, the invest um, the, the 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 president's um, uh, advisor on economics um, was saying that they they they're going to there's a committee that has been established also to to follow up on this uh, on this um, uh, um, some of the the, the 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 discussions to to make sure that you know the commitments that are made are followed through and 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 that uh, 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 you know these things do happen on the ground. But you know for for me I'm not convinced until it, it really happens. So. Um, I, it's a story worth watching, but um, you know, if nothing happens, that will be just another talk show. Back. We'll be right back after this. SABC News, independent and impartial. What do you think of our radio news bulletins and current affairs programs? How should we improve them? Tell us by filling in the survey on sabcnews.com. SABC News, independent and impartial. Elvis Preslin on SAFM. You're tuned in uh, to the unedited here on The Weekend View. And the focus this morning is on your top stories for the week that was and the week ahead. My editors this morning, Tepo Pahani, the acting assignment editor here at the SABC, as well as Heinrich Weinhardt, the columnist at the Report newspaper. One of the other top stories, Westbury mother, Heather Peterson, was laid to rest at a funeral in Johannesburg yesterday. Now, she was killed last week after she was caught in the crossfire during alleged gang violence in the area. Peterson's 10-year-old niece was also injured in that incident. Her death sparked violent protests as levels of crime in the area resulted in interventions by the police minister, Becky Clearly, Now, he was in the area making lots of promises, and, of course, the Amabarete landed on Westbury soil. Heinrich? Elvis, yeah, it's a, it, it, it is unfortunate that we have um, a loss of life in this in this instance. Um, but this is the kind of hell that communities live with those who are exposed to gang violence mm. daily. Um, and it's also unfortunate that it takes this kind of protest that we've seen over the past few weeks um, in a, a community like Westbury in order for the minister to then announced, you know, mm-hmm. sending in the Amabarete, as you, as you just mentioned. Um, but what happens after the minister has left? The, 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 the problems continue because um, crime is what you see on the surface. I mean, the, the gang violence is what you see on the surface. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are different layers, um, which are social, you know, which, which requires a, a social development um, 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 action more than a crime mm. prevention action. I think the crime um, prevention is probably the start and uh, then move on. Yes. Well, one, one could only hope mm. that that's the case. Mm. I agree. I mean, that's what also researchers have been saying to say that deploying Amaperet, it's a short-term measure. Mm. Well, it's fine. They'll go there, um, ruffle some few feathers and then and get your the, 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 the stuff, the trucks out. But 
you know, this thing is entrenched because you find that there's there's kids who are addicted to Nyaope. Um, you know, there's gang violence. There's there's young children who are exposed to those things. So it also needs a, a social um, uh, uh, angle, you know, to intervention. Mm. And and also, I mean, they were saying the, 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 the these predominantly colored areas to say that they've been marginal, uh, marginalized. Uh, they are not benefiting from uh, your affirmative action uh, um, excluded from the black uh, 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 economic empowerment. Um, f- they are, they are, it's true. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, some of, they, they are marginalized, but mm-hmm. wh- what is government doing to, 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 to include them, to, mm-hmm. you know, to, 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 to make them, to, to make sure that they also benefit in this pie mm-hmm. uh, that's the, that needs to be shared all, uh, among all of us. Mm-hmm. So, so, so it's, a, it's, a, it's a serious, it's, it's a serious uh, dilemma on government to yes. say that, you know, in post-democracy, uh, we still have communities who are also like, we are also, we are just colored, we are sitting there mm-hmm. at the corner there, we're not benefiting. It, it, it's sad because mm-hmm. the social cohesion that government is trying to create, it mm-hmm. seem, seemingly is not working. It's a thin blue line and of course a lot of outcry from those communities, especially the one in Westbury where they indicated that the police are in cahoots with the gang. That's an allegation being made there and that needs to be tested and that's why there's a change perhaps uh, in the guard at the police station in order to, to bring this about. But it's an ongoing story that one need to focus on because that led then to the hashtag shut down Gauteng, which uh, wasn't that successful, was it? You know, I was, um, organizers of these kind of protests, um, or any event, I suppose, always oversell. Mm. So, so you would <laughs> announce that you want to shut down the whole province, and then you find that, as you mentioned earlier, mm. um, there is only two communities where you mm. where you see um, that the the action is really um, having an effect. Um, but but it remains important that communities take action. So I've been using this word action so much. I hope the, the president <laughs> will take action today. Um, anyway, so, so yeah, it remains important for them to, to, to put the focus, to put the spotlight on, mm-hmm. on, 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 on their daily lived experiences. Mm-hmm. So whether it was only in two communities or whether it was only in two streets, mm-hmm. it remains important that we see this kind of action taken by communities. And Sepo, really, it's about focus because we have seen the, uh, the, the Cape Town uh, shut down as well. And this, and this is putting the focus in those communities where it need where, where it needs to be, did we pursue that as well from the SABC's perspective? Yeah, we we did, Elvis. Um, but I, I think also we need to because you know sometimes we 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 are told this is what's happening, but how how how. How genuine, how credible, because I'm, I'm thinking of institutions like your race relations. Um, um, we need more research to, to say, do they, do they have a point? Are, are they marginalized? As, as, yeah. Are they excluded? Because we don't have um, ev- evidence, uh, evidential proof to say um, they are marginalized. But we need, we need your institutions like your race to give us, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, Proof on the ground to to so that we can we, we, we can be able to 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 see how how serious if you know the problem is because you know we can we can say we can talk and talk and talk but um, uh, when you go on the ground um, uh, uh, um, what does the evidence tell us but we know that I mean this issue of unemployment. It's it's rife. It's yes. it's countrywide. It affects all races. The mm. issue of uh, the social ills. It's mm-hmm. it's you know they they affect all all, all races in the country. Mm-hmm. But also, I think we need to do more in, in going on the ground and yes. and finding this evidence. Yeah.
Just briefly on the story that the children, the decomposed bodies found in, in Soweto behind the cemetery. Tell us about that story. It's, it sounds like a, a devastating story. It is, uh, Elvis, because we got to learn about it from the police um, when they issued out a statement on Monday last week to say that there were two, a boy and a girl, uh, aged 10 and 11, mm. uh, decomposed uh, bodies uh, buried in a shallow grave. They were found by a passerby. Um, and um, so so it begs the question as to, because my, my, my interest is that no one has come forward to report that these children were missing. missing. Mm. So, you know, as a parent of these children, mm. where are you? Why are, are you not reporting? And or relatives, for that matter, where are these children from? Um, were they dumped there? Mm. Uh, because I, I know the area very well. It's behind the cemetery called uh, Slovoville, and it's a, uh, it's, it's a felt. It's a mm. felt. Um, so, but there are RDP houses around there. Mm. I mean, I'm thinking, you know, the communities there who live around there, do they see anything suspicious? Mm. Do, you know, were they aware that? In their doorstep, there's, the, there's children, mm. you know, lying there mm. for, 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 for what, for days? Yes. Or, for, so it, there's a lot of questions. But um, we, we spoke to a forensic analyst, for example, saying mm. that, no, it won't be difficult for, for police to, to be able to identify. Obviously, there's DNA and stuff like that. But also, mm. we know that at our, our forensic labs, there's this backlog. Um, hopefully, the, 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 the test will be done quickly so that we, they can be identified. Yeah. And then finally, Heinrich, on, in the report, the front page there, whoop and heart cheer, hope and heartbreak for the box. Uh, thoughts on that? Uh, I think what yesterday's uh, test met proved, Elvis, was that the Springboks are ready for next year's World Cup in uh, <laughs> In Japan, it, it looks like it, doesn't it? It, it really mm. looks like it. That mm. kind of rugby that you saw displayed yesterday at, at Loftus, mm. um, it, it, it's proved that we don't no longer have to stand back for the. We just have to backs. remember that we have to pay for eighty-one minutes. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true. Yes. Let's wrap it up, gentlemen. Uh, Temple, let's start off with you. Your uh, stories for the week ahead. Okay, the week ahead, um, we're looking at. Uh, I think it's a court appearance there tomorrow. Uh, the eight cops who were arrested on, on Friday by the IPID. Um, you remember there was a, vi- a video that went viral where you s- saw cops um, wrestling with this uh, 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 Nigerian national. Mm. So the, in terms of the investigation of the IP, they found that you know police played a part in the in the murder and, and, and the suffocation of mm. this Nigerian national. Mm. It reminds you of, 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 of Midomashia, yeah. uh, the Midomashia case. So these guys are appearing in court tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also we've had, there's, there's another statement from the Houting, the how shut down uh, uh, people. They're saying that there's a big meeting tomorrow whereby now they want to involve other provinces like your Northwest and, yeah. and, and, and other provinces uh-huh. to, make, to make this thing big. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll see. Um, and, and the other story is the Pop Crew building. You remember that uh, the building in Pretoria Pointing where it houses the Correctional Services Department. Yes. Uh, they've been they've been uh, uh, correctional services staff reporting to the building, but they're not mm-hmm. going inside. They're just standing outside. They they are not mm-hmm. working, so they're saying the building is unsafe. So mm-hmm. the Labour Court should rule tomorrow on on, on, on this matter. Yeah. Heinrich, Elvis, I'm looking forward to the headline or the breaking news saying Minister Nene has um, has tendered his resignation. <laughs> um, if if it's important for Ramaphosa to have people mm-hmm. with impeccable reputations mm-hmm. in his cabinet, remember that's his mm-hmm. that's what he's selling to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 regardless of the fact that we still have Zuma skeletons serving in 
this cabinet, we constantly hear commentators and others calling for um, mm, President yes. Ramaphosa to get rid of the Batabelet Laminis. So that's your big others. story, or is there any other one? Nene resigns. <laughs> okay, that's it. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Uh, that was Heinrich Weinhardt here in studio with us. He's a report com- columnist. And uh, uh, Tepo Pahani, of course, he's our acting assignment editor here at the SABC.